well, kind of thing like that. Like, he's not a true, like, asshole like Jackson. Jackson can kick fucking rocks. I hate Jackson. But, Williams. yeah, like, I, I don't know how, like, I don't, do you feel the same? Like, do you have the hatred burning inside that furnace? Nope. Not really. Baby Javier? <laughs> <laughs> do you hate Brittany Mahomes? I don't know enough about her, but I just feel, again, like if you are the wife of an NFL player, like it's it's going to sound super 1950s. That's not how I mean it, though. Um, I think like they're kind of they're still like building a brand for themselves. Sure. And they also need to do something after football. They need to make money. So for that reason, I don't understand why NFL wives are so like in the spotlight because you're rep then it becomes you representing him and then if your behavior like fucking reflects poorly on him then you're damaging the potential for like any business deals later or whatever making right. him unlikable so I'm saying I wouldn't want to be in the spotlight because that might shift the public perception and then damage stuff because like you know you want what it then everyone knows your face you go to like take the trash out in your pajamas you can't do that anymore because they're like that's so-and-so's wife over there skippy horowitz I'm Robert Stack, and you are listening to the Ask Casters Podcast. Ask Casters! It is week five of the NFL season, week six of college football season, and week one of Scrode returning to the <laughs> office. Yes. Today there are just two ass casters. We have and a junior ass caster. And yes, we have an ass caster in training. Our sound engineer, um, <laughs> Minister Chang, and then we also have. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> we... Minister Chang, keep <laughs> going. We also have one Jason Shawey with us. Hi, not Minister Chang. No. No, he just receives the orders. <laughs> it's already getting racist. <laughs> and, and it can get worse. I dragged my stinky ass into the studio this About week. About damn time. Um, hey, you know, uh, you guys did a good job. <laughs> Thank you. It was a very informative podcast. I yeah, learned so much. You kept things moving pretty smoothly. Um, I mean, if you guys heard most of the podcast, you heard also heard that uh, we did that through uh, a couple episodes where Poco peed in the basement. I don't know if you uh, heard that throughout the podcast, but that was an interesting little, <laughs> I guess. I did not to hear that. Yeah, that poor poor girl. You know, that's what happens when you know Sharon forgets to take her out every hour. Well, you know, I, I understand Sharon uh, is using the. <laughs> cbd to help medicate poco and her aching joints yes however it's not beneficial to the dog when uh, the owner <laughs> is also stoned out of her mind and forgets <laughs> to take care of the dog yeah you know it, it's it's just tough you know i i 
I don't know what else to say. Poor dog. She's getting up there, you know, in age. And I mean, so is Sharon. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. So they're they're both kind of losing their minds, if you will, at this point of the stage of life. But Hoax is a damn trooper. She is. Um, <clears throat> but let's get to the pressing matters. So speaking of old people, Dick Butkus passing. Yeah, R.I.P. to Dick Butkus. Yeah. Um, eighty years old. Chicago Bears legend. Yeah, like I. I don't. I mean, I don't, I'm not a Bears fan. Right. I wasn't a Dick Butkus. I mean, I like Dick Butkus, obviously. I don't say who. Um, I mean, is there really a lot to hate from him besides just being terrified of him being at six three? Yeah, that's what I was like. I'm just scared as fuck <laughs> about him. Like he is a big, intimidating man, and his name is Dick. But Jesus, <laughs> it is intimidating. What a perfect guy for Chicago, though. Like he fits the mold of that city to a t and you know it's it's sad that he passed away i mean he's 80 years old i mean we're, it's not a, much of a shock at that age i mean when daniel what's her name miss feinstein passed away a, a couple oh weeks ago God. people were like i can't believe she passed away like she's 93 these motherfuckers that run our government right now in our country <laughs> they are really fucking old yeah, like really fucking old. Diane Feinstein should have been dead like twenty years ago, but still at like a hundred and twelve, she's still rocking and rolling. Well, not anymore. <laughs> no, I mean she was rolling in a yeah. fucking into her casket, but <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean she was there for the birth of Christ, I think. Well, I mean this is good. We have <laughs> another senator who's gonna take her spot, or she was, or she a representative? I don't know. I can't remember. I can't keep up with that stupid shit. I don't shit. either. Yeah um but we do have it's pre- all greek to me <laughs> we do have pressing matters to cover today yeah um the bears suck ass <laughs> yes they do um, they are probably the worst team in nfl right god now. they've gotta be um they were so the broncos lost right they they the broncos have professional football players on their team as most people do at this stage the walton family mm-hmm. writes the paycheck so you know the money's good the checks are good <laughs> yes they're getting paid <laughs> yes they are they lost a football game mm-hmm. to a very good team in miami <clears throat> and the team in miami put 70 points up and Seven made, zero. And, and and they made they made Denver look like a high school team. Yeah, that was not a contest whatsoever. Chicago sits on last Sunday with a lead, a substantial lead. Was it like 28-7 to seven or I, something like that? Yeah. It was like a, a sizable lead, especially for Chicago at that point. Yeah, it you, was. You they, would think the game was in hand, even though they are a bad team. Like, But what happened? fuck the wheels fell off like i don't know i don't know what you do as this franchise like you just forfeit the season you should you really should um i'm looking like at halftime chicago was leading 21 7 and then each team in the third quarter scored a touchdown you'd think okay feeling a little bit better about 28 14 like okay it's you know still a two-score game but then they allowed Denver to score 17 points in the fourth quarter. Like, holy shit. Like, it goes beyond, I guess, the offense. It's also, like, the defense that's not doing their goddamn job. <laughs> Fuck when you let... I, yeah, I, like... Jonathan Cooper did have a fumble return. Right. Um, But still, you had 
two passing touchdowns and old Will Lutz kicking a good 51-yarder to make some fantasy owners happy. Right. But still, Chicago's losing that game. and No, they're winning that game. I mean, yeah, they're, they, they're winning that game and they end up losing. They if So I'm going to ask the question, here's where I'm going to go. If mm-hmm. they have the first-round pick, right. do they get C.J. Williams? C.J. Williams. Not C.J. Caleb, Caleb Williams. Williams. Sorry. C- I don't know who C.J. Williams is. <laughs> I have no idea who that individual C. J. is. C.J. He's the first, he's the first uh, <laughs> pick of the Arena Football League. He, yeah. <laughs> they found him by a trash can. So, you okay, so here, here's what you do. If the Bears have that first pick. Now, I know Caleb Williams is very picky about where he's going to end up, which I, fu- <laughs> I, I fucking hate that. It's very Eric Lindros of him to do. Very fucking Elway. But that also kind of puts... Elway, good one. I like that. Fuck Elway. But also kind of puts maybe some ammo for the Chicago Bears to trade that pick to certain teams that that may or may not have been mentioned that Caleb would like to go to or that are needing a quarterback as good as Williams is coming out of USC. So I think you probably should trade that pick. And you could get a shit ton of assets for it, whether it's a another first round pick in that same draft, um, a big time, you know, defender you may needing, or you know, a playmaker of some sort on either side of the ball, something that's going to help you along the line or down the line. If you for sure know that Caleb Williams is not going to, you know, come to Chicago, and you can also maybe trade Justin Fields for that package as well. That's yeah, that's the more that's May- where I would go with right. that. So I think that's part of it. I think you have a lot to think about if this is the case because it's looking more and more like Chicago at this point is probably going to be the worst team in the NFL by far. Um, obviously they're four zero and four to start the season, and the only other team that has yet to win is Carolina. Carolina has shown some flashes here and there. Maybe they could be a decent team, but. I mean, I don't think they're anywhere near as bad as Chicago poor, is right now. Poor Bryce Young is just getting murdered yeah, back there. Yeah, he is. And, you know, it, I, it's, I don't know if it's both teams if, on offense, if it's due to bad offensive line play. It could be. And, you know, my dad is very adamant. If you're not in the top 10, draft an offensive lineman. Absolutely, yeah. And, he, and even look at the Chiefs. Back like in uh, Eric tw- Fisher was they, they got one. Eric Fisher. They got they chose him first overall. Central Michigan wasn't it? Yeah, and you know, and some Chiefs fans think he was a, a, somewhat of a bust. I don't think so. He played eight years a starter, and he was just fine. Won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs. Yeah, and, I mean it's, I, I, I don't know. I think that's if you're Chicago, you got to weigh those options, especially at this point. Like, if you fully believe Justin Fields is your guy. Get in some assets. Trade that pick to someone who's going to give up a lot of assets, whether that's draft picks or, um, you know, players, whatever it could be. So, But what is, like, the like, we've had players, and Chase Claypool has always been a douchebag. Well, yeah, isn't he from Notre Dame? He is. He is from Notre Dame. He is a bust. I know he wasn't drafted high highly. I mean, he was a first-round draft pick, I believe. Right. But has not panned out he was one of him and megatron at the time of the combine that uh he participated in 
Him and Megatron were the only wide receivers that were 6-4 and ran a sub-4-4 four, four or 4-3-40. Four, I don't remember the exact Yeah, I'm number. not exactly sure. But he had so much promise and potential and has just kind of sucked and been a crybaby. But yeah. getting to things, um, they are all pointing fingers at the head coach. And, God, you got to think... That's part of it. Maybe. I mean, it could be philosophy is obviously not working. So I don't know exactly where you want to lay the blame. Is this his second year at the helm with Chicago? I believe it is. So I think maybe. Um, I don't know. It's kind of hard because sometimes you maybe need some time to get your the team that you want. I mean, if you're assessing guys, especially after the first year, you'd hope that by the second year things would be going positively. But really, it hasn't gotten any better, if not maybe gotten worse. So that either screams, A, get him some new players, or you need a new guy at the helm. But they don't, like, poor Justin Fields, Mm -hmm. he is throwing to, here are his wide receivers. (laughs) Yes. Trent Taylor. Who? Exactly. No idea where this fuck stick went. (laughs) Keep going. Um, Equiminius St. Brown. That's not real. That is a real player, a real person. That is a Monroe St. Brown's bra- <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that is his brother, his Notre Dame brother. Right. Um, who else? He hasn't really panned out. Tyler Scott, no idea who that is. Joe Reed, that's a fake, that's a made up name. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a, pl- like, created player name. Yeah, that's a, that's a name you check into a hotel with, for sure. <laughs> BYU. <laughs> DJ Moore. Yeah, that, I mean, that's the uh, really only notable name besides Claypool. And then one of the greatest black comedians of all time, Darnell Mooney. <laughs> yes, I like that one. <laughs> I love me some Darnell Mooney. R.I.P. Rip. But oh, and then uh, Vesuvius Jones Jr. <laughs> that sounds like another created character. I might have I might have uh, played with that one a little bit. His <laughs> name is Velish Jones Jr. Oh, okay. And then we have the aforementioned Chase Claypool. Boo, boo. But I mean, as far as talent to throw the actual ball to, right? There's none. There's not a lot of options, and he, you know, he's he's. I, I'm guessing he's been told to kind of be patient in the pocket and wait for his guy, you know, wide receivers to get open. But I mean, this is what's causing a lot of their issues is like he's waiting either too long or the, the wide receivers aren't getting open for him. So well, I don't know what you're supposed to do in that situation besides leave the pocket, dump it off to a safety valve, whether that's your running back or your tight end. But I don't know. All, that comes A lot of that comes down to coaching. Do they need to make their offense more RPO centered? I would think so. You got a guy like Justin Fields, big man who can run the ball. Why not? Base your offense around mm-hmm. him. He's the most talented player on your roster mm-hmm. by far. If you have a moving pocket or a moving player that you have to watch out for, it helps open up options. So many, yes, so many things you can do. But um, we won't spend all of our time on Chicago because, thank, thank God, quite honestly, they're not worth it. <laughs> Just like a lot of your exes out there are worth they, it, America. They're they're they've been terrible. <laughs> terrible. Um, the Cowboys won. I was not here to defend. Um, I not really defend. I wanted to. I was defended, say defended, yeah. defend, defend, defended. 
I wouldn't have defended them against Arizona. Um, right. But they did uh, take care of Carlos's Patriots uh, last pretty, weekend. Yeah, pretty pretty easily. Like, what was the final? It was thirty-eight to three. Thirty-eight to three. Yeah, so it wasn't that big of a like the game. Maybe in Carlos's mind. Well, you know, he's actually pretty realistic. I think he. So. Yeah, he and I. You know, he has been. Um, working around the world to secure <laughs> yes. Shakira's amnesty from the Spanish tax collectors <laughs> and qu- insurance quotes. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Taxes are hard. Okay. Don't this. Now that's funny. <laughs> Taxes are hard. <laughs> Baby, do you want a mic? <laughs> Hey, me too. <laughs> this is what the podcast is all about. <laughs> Venting about taxes. Yes. Fuck taxes. Uh, that's true. It's theft. Um, so I think, uh, yeah, I think Carlos is pretty realistic with, uh, you know, the Patriots goals, if you would ask me. So, well, but yeah. I mean, but let's go back to uh, the, the Cowboys. I mean, they, they're looking pretty damn good so far. This no, season. they suck. Um, hey, be it's okay <laughs> to like how your team is playing right now. Yes, they had a down game. I'm not last... doing this shit. Okay. I'm not doing this shit, especially this year, because I like this is really fucking weird for me. My college football team is doing well. Decent. They lost to Ohio State. They're still top ten. They still have a chance to get the and college football. And that pisses football. me off, but we'll continue to go. Not that they're top 10, but something else about the rankings that continue. Okay. Okay. So there's there's that piece. There's also Cowboys are doing well. Yeah. And then... You want to top it off with the Devils? The Devils at, are a cup contender. They're, I, I will say, we will get into it later, though, watching some of the highlights for the Devils, our last preseason game. Holy tic-tac-toe show. Good stuff out of them, but that team is so fucking scary, and they don't even celebrate anymore. No. It's just well, yeah, it's preseason against an AHL team, basically. No, the, the Rangers tried to, you know, they tried to put some players. <laughs> they tried out. to buy the the nineteen eighty nine Oilers again. Fuck them. <laughs> it didn't. Uh, well, it worked for one year. <laughs> yeah, and then Mike Keenan almost got punched in the face. Well, that's rightfully what, so. Yeah, he's an alcoholic. So let's. Yeah, well, who, yeah, that's true. Uh, who who isn't? Not has to coach that team. Elaine Vigneault. <laughs> That's why he left. Yeah. So let's go back to the Cowboys, though, since you have that marked down. Uh, I, I, what, really... what has impressed you so far? Dak has been car- not carrying the ball, but Dak has been protecting the ball. One interception throughout the first four games that's the most that's the thing i care about the most that's that's really good that's that's so and beautiful. that's been a joke or you know like a reoccurring theme about him is how bad he turns over the ball so i think that's that's a good sign through the first four games for the uh for the cowboys that defense is like they Looking lost strong they lost trayvon Diggs, which sucks yeah for the year but um they look good. Like I'm gonna talk shit on them until they sure they prove you otherwise. Yeah, you know, because it's been. <laughs> it's, mean, at least they're not the New York Jets. It, the no, but it's been a minute <laughs> since um, they won the title. 
Yeah. So last time they won a title, you were just a wee little lad. I remember watching it with Andy. Yeah. I remember watching it in the front room. And then I never realized that it would take who knows, an unknown amount of years for me to see the Cowboys lift the Lombardi trophy again. This is why I'm soaking up every moment the Chiefs are good right now. Yeah, no shit, man. So, um getting you want, to your Chiefs. You want to transition to that? Yes. Okay. Um they have a loss on their resume now. Yeah, I mean, that was the first game. That was against the Lions where, you know, the wide receivers were dropping balls. And defense actually looked good that game. It was just the offense was not clicking. And they've had a lot of up and down with the offense so far this year. Uh, last game included against the, the fuck Jets. Fuck that game. Fuck that game and yeah. fuck Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. That funny thing about that, Asscasters, is that <clears throat> TJ and I played against each other last week in fantasy football. And he just needed Patrick Mahomes to take care of the ball. And, well, what did he do? Threw a few interceptions against the New York Jets. And that helped me win the game. On t- And what also was kind of funny. It was the first down. The first down slide. If if Patrick Mahomes would have scored that touchdown, it probably would have had TJ won last week in fantasy. Because I had Darren Waller going the next week and didn't do shit either. But... I didn't. So if you want any uh, trades for tight ends, I'm I'm all ears. I think you know if I go down like if I'm one and five, <laughs> yeah. After week six, I'm just gonna delete the app. I mean, <laughs> I'll I'll, uh, I'll let you guys just play the rest of the. I I appreciate your honesty. It's you know it's just a complete shit show. I'm I'm looking at your team right now. Hang on, it's not good. Thing. It's really not good. It's kind of sad, and we'll get back to the. To the Chiefs here in a bit. Um, I mean, on paper, it's fine. Oh, you have Thomas as your tight end. Um, who's on a bye week? Oh, you don't. Even, your other one is Smith with. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, looking about the same as Waller for me. So, never mind. We'll ignore that. Um, I don't want to trade for you and your players. You guys almost let Zach Wilson, though. Why did Zach Wilson all of a sudden start to look like Aaron Rodgers? Ayahuasca. <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> ayahuasca and, and, and com- not communicating with his family jesus I, <laughs> did you see the thing it was like it had aaron Rodgers. it was on the pat mcafee show and i guess someone was what's that talking shit on they were like oh we we don't like aaron Rodgers, and he got hurt because when isn't he getting oh you're talking about hurt okay sorry. yeah i thought you meant like butt hurt some political con- oh, pundit God. Yeah. Um, said that the reason Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles is because he was uh, not abiding by God's word and he he took ayahuasca. I mean, anything's possible. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's the dumbest thing to blame it on. It's just, it's so stupid. But then, but then he turns around and calls... Uh, Travis Kelsey, Mr. Pfizer. <laughs> it was kind of funny. That was funny. That, <laughs> that was funny. funny. Do you believe... Uh, okay, so <laughs> Javier and I have spoken about this. Yes. We don't believe that... We don't believe it. It's bullshit. Believe what? That Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are actually dating. I don't care. I'm so sick of it. No, that's it. not... That's like... <laughs> yeah, we're sick of it. We're all sick of it. Baby, are is you it sure a PR, you don't want to... Is it a PR now? move? Possibly. That's it. That's... <laughs> It's. I'm glad we have an audience member to agree with us. I, I don't want to fuck up the chemistry. No, you're good. <laughs> Yo, you're good. You're fine. You're but good. 
No, I think I, 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 I can believe that it could be a PR move. It is, because if you saw his ex, you yeah. saw what she looks like, and you know what type of women, well, Jesus, what type of women he's attracted to. Like that and that's fair. Some girl. some people well maybe maybe he's no, maybe he's getting away from that. You don't go from this is all I'm gonna say. And uh-huh. I'm gonna be quiet. Okay. You don't go from being sexually attracted to a woman with boobs and a butt to like not wanting that suddenly, like unless you're gonna. Uh, no, yeah, I just feel I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I think if you date somebody so drastically different from your type either it's so like you've been through so much trauma that you just like you're like i'm gonna go something else or it's like fake like something else like is going on you're not really into them i don't i don't disagree with it but i don't know maybe some maybe there was some chemistry there you never know i I mean i i don't think they've i i'm not kissed i don't think her at all like it's like ken and barbie they haven't no because they okay i'm sorry i hate you for mentioning that because now i'm like what did i do i meant they they don't know what to do like no i meant like the travis uh kelsey thing and taylor swift thing oh i had to say something oh you're fine everyone is talking about it it's i know it's okay i can see it being the like a an in PR move for both parties, where yet yes, Travis Kelsey's jersey uh, sales have gone up like four hundred percent, I think, in the last couple weeks. And did you see how much the female viewership went up from yeah. like eighteen or sixteen to fifty four? And the NFL has a, has had an issue, obviously, with appealing to uh, you know a female audience. So it's an interesting way to well, rightfully maybe... so, because yeah. they've done a terrible job handling domestic disturbance <laughs> and a domestic abuse. Of that, course, if you're a woman, why the true. fuck would you want to watch it? Yeah, yeah, unless you have some anger issues, I agree. I don't know why they would, but. It's it's definitely a, a interesting topic for discussion. I don't know. I'm truly just over hearing about it more than anything, just because of how fucking annoying it's been to just see every other thing has been about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Every other camera angle has been of Taylor Swift up in a suite. I just want to watch a football game now. If if it gets girl like women and young girls into football. Okay, cool. I have nothing against that. Like, expand your product. I, I, you know, with women and you know, get into football that way. Okay, I, I have no issues. I just, as someone who cares about watching my team play, unfortunately, it has to deal with my team. That that's it's been the only topic for discussion the last couple of weeks, and I'm like, there's been other topics we can talk about. Yeah, it, there have been, um, and I apologize because I was I was not <laughs> don't here. apologize. It's it's been a point of contention the last couple of weeks for the NFL and Swifties alike. <laughs> Who knew that was going to be the bonding point between the two? No shit, and it's <laughs> Travis Kel- like the linchpin is Travis Kelsey's goofy ass. Yeah, like, no kidding. Um, why why couldn't it have been Joe Burrow? They're both kind of the same. Mm, no. It's the, like Joe, Joe Burrow, Burrow is a lot cooler. Easy. He is like he's a like he's a much more interesting individual than Travis Kelsey. Like I don't know. Travis Kelsey owns a lot of car washes. That's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> <laughs> While, meanwhile. Um, okay. So Joe Burrow eats at Skyline Chili. Joe Burrow is not healthy, and he has been killing my Speaking other fantasy Speaking of Skyline team. Chili and not yeah, healthy. Yeah, no shit. Like, he has been munching down on some Skyline fucking wolf chili and spaghetti noodles. Right. And it is showing on the field. Yeah. He is ruining Jamar Chase. Oh, yeah, I know. I have Jamar Chase. That was my first pick this year. Yeah, you done fucked up, son. Uh, I'm still winning. I'm still 4-0. Well, you have two wins against me, so is it really... And they were both bullshit wins. Hey, so, divisional yeah. wins are divisional wins. God, they should have never fucked with our division. <laughs> I know. I wish we'd have like two, like four. No, wait, we are. Are we in four like divisions? I think. I, maybe we should just have two. I just know I'm not with Carlos anymore. Yeah. And that's a. I mean, that's a win. That's two wins on the schedule. <laughs> Usually, yeah. or or the opposite. He has two wins against you. Yeah, or you know, we just trade each other's players at the end of the year, so yeah. it's okay. The one thing I do want to touch on okay. with the Kansas City Taylor Swift, yes. and I'm going to throw another uh, component in there. Okay, Brittany Mahomes. Seeing Brittany Mahomes, she just has a resting bitch face. It's more than that, because now, like now, it's like Taylor Swift's all excited for the team. <laughs> And she's fucking hugging the celebrities around her and shit. And then there's sad little Brittany Mahomes who eating has no more. Tindies. Yeah, eating her chicken tendies <laughs> with some honey must. I don't understand. Okay. You're not trying to like bait me, but I, I keep like having to say something. I don't understand why if every if your life is taken care of if everything is covered you're all good you don't have to worry about it you made sure that he has a plan after he's done with football about how you guys are still gonna have money just chill just shut up just shut up you don't need to be on television nobody needs to know who you are you don't need to do anything just just enjoy it just you mean enjoy it you mean like when you know? she was like super annoying on her like snapchat and instagram stories like well, yelling like, screaming all, bloody murder all of these like so like wives of athletes it's like they or husbands to be you know like famous also and it's like but that's his thing why don't you go get your own thing or just enjoy or get arrested like jackson <laughs> <laughs> no i i get what you're saying i get what you're saying like be your own brand in person yeah, essentially but nowadays also don't try to like kind of coast off of your husband's coat sure to try to like take credit for you know what I mean? anyway, no no i get it like and i think i think no i get it i i understand where you're at you're coming from that and i will say Brittany mahomes has been a lot more chill the last couple of years and i think i don't know if it's becoming a mom has done that since she's in, or she's now focusing on her pro soccer team that's coming to Kansas City, which I I can't wait to go. I'm gonna go to a game. Beck and I have already talked about going to. Have you been to a Sporting KC game? Yet? Not yet. I'd like like we to go. We need to there. go. I yeah. agree. And I don't know if that's the t- like helped her kind of focus, take her focus not away from the team, but kind of like I don't know. I'm not asking this to sound like an asshole, but what else does she do besides? Be a half billionaire's wife. Uh, she's a mom. Okay, I feel like a dick now. She has two. They have two young young kids. Okay, I feel like a real asshole now. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, 
welcome. Good job. Yeah, that's what this ass cast is about. God. Um, but no, I, I get what you're saying, but no, I think... I don't know. I think it, like, it's... I know what people are saying, like, oh, she hates that the attention has gone to Taylor Swift. I don't know if that's true, because she hasn't been the Britney of five, four or five years ago. But she was... No, okay. Sorry, baby. Sorry. Keep talking. Keep talking. Okay. But that's just that's just my perspective. But then again, I try not to pay attention to her. I, I try to pay attention to the team. I don't give a shit about the outside noise unless it's terrible. Then, I, then I'll then i focus on it so I can get a better perspective on a player that's been a piece of shit. That, you know, like Kareem Hunt, who's, you know, kicked a couple of women. Like, nope, see you later. I don't want to deal with that. Stuff like that. Like, I, I don't really care outside of the, the team unless it's something like that that's serious and that needs to be addressed. Well, I, I, I don't follow those people for a reason. Like, I, I don't. I, I I figured we had to touch on it with uh, the NFL in mind. No, I understand. Um, I I don't know. I am just kind of reveling in Brittany Mahomes being upset. And I, I don't... Mean, but is she even really upset? Who knows? I don't know. Like, I don't know how you feel or... You, the crowd, feel, the crowd, the uh, we haven't really given it a name or you a name yet, <laughs> baby, <laughs> Javier, sure. baby and Javier. Baby but you Javier. do not sound like a Javier, baby Javier. Uh, okay. Sorry, baby Javier. <laughs> don't be sorry, yeah, don't be. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, I don't know how you guys feel about this, and if you have the same dichotomy going on in your heads. But I find myself at a loss of word, loss of words, to describe how I love Patrick Mahomes so much. Not like I'm not a Chiefs fan, but I think he's just a really cool dude. Like, Thanks, I, man. Yeah, like he sounds like Kenny Powers. He can throw the ball. And Kermit the Frog. And Kermit. The, yeah, like he's fantastic. <laughs> Brittany Mahomes, Jackson Mahomes, Daddy Mahomes. I don't know, Mom. Mom's nice. I like. I like Dad Mahomes. Is he cool? Yeah, he's cool. Okay. Like he only talks shit after the fact, kind of like. When Joe Bur like when they beat Joe Burrow, and yeah, stuff like that, he was just smoking a cigar and he was like, "I'm smoking one for Joe Burrow," well, kind of thing like that. Like he's not a true like asshole like Jackson. Jackson can kick fucking rocks. I hate Jackson. But Williams. yeah, like I I don't know how like I don't. Do you feel the same? Like do you have the hatred burning inside that furnace? Nope, not really. Baby Javier. <laughs> <laughs> do you hate Brittany Mahomes? I don't know enough about her, but I just feel, again, like if you are the wife of an NFL player, like it's it's going to sound super 1950s. That's not how I mean it, though. Um, I think like they're kind of they're still like building a brand for themselves. Sure. And they also need to do something after football. They need to make money. So for that reason, I don't understand why NFL wives are so like in the spotlight because you're rep then it becomes you representing him and then if your behavior like fucking reflects poorly on him 
then you're damaging the potential for like any business deals later or whatever, making right. it unlikable. So I'm saying I wouldn't want to be in the spotlight because that might shift the public perception and then damage stuff because like, you know, you want what it then everyone knows your face. You go to like take the trash out in your pajamas. You can't do that anymore because they're like, that's so and so's wife over there, Skippy Horowitz. I saw her <laughs> and she was walking the dog. Like I, you know, and then he, for some strange reason, doesn't get that deal with like Oreo or whatever. But I guess it would. Swing well, when I think bad. Oreo, I yeah, think yeah, Skippy no, Horowitz. <laughs> I love it. Skippy anyway, Horowitz. That's, that's all I, I She's a Virgo. Um, <laughs> I feel like you're really trying to... I don't know what your issue is. This is turning into, like, no, I, I have an issue. I, yeah, it is turning into... Because, like, now it's taken over, and I don't know. Um, as far as the NFL goes, though, um, <clears throat> I did not think, and we have to touch on this, Ooh. how bad Denver is. Nah, they, they suck. I don't, I don't care. I am so, and I think it starts with the, honestly Russell Wilson after what uh, Marshawn Lynch was talking about. So what all was the report? Not report. What he stated was saying basically he never gave his phone number out to his teammates. Like you had to reach out through other channels to talk to him outside of football. I'm. I, and somehow Pete Carroll managed that team. And they went to two Super Bowls and winning one. Yes, we love some healthy boundaries. <laughs> well, that's fine. Healthy boundaries is, is acceptable. Kidding. But, like, not even able to talk. Like, I don't Your know. Your coworkers, yeah. Like, yeah, that's a little strange. Especially, if, the more I've, I've heard about Russell Wilson, the less I've liked about him. And I understand boundaries, yep, don't. But at the same time, don't pick up your phone or maybe have a separate phone if that's the case. If you don't want like people talking to you or always in group chats and shit. Yeah, like there's a way better way of going about that. But mm-hmm. like that dude has to realize like Russell you... Wilson, motherfucker, nobody wants to talk to you. <laughs> They're just talking to you because they have to. You're it's right. a part of their job. job yep. No one wants to talk to your goofy fucking weird <laughs> ass. You fucking subway serial killer. Like don't. No one wants to talk to you. Sit in the back of class and shut the fuck up. <laughs> he must have not been hugged a lot as a kid. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Like, I, he, I, that's another one. I have, a, this is just turning into, like, my issues with people. Hate, 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 hate. If you have hate in your heart, let it out. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think Sean Payton is necessarily the uh, a problem, but he inherited a pretty bad situation with Denver. How much is he getting paid per year? Oh, I don't know. I just know that the all they gave up a, like two draft picks for Sean Payton, and I'm not saying he's the issue or not going to make the team any better, but he walked himself into a really bad position with that organization. Yeah, they just sold to a new ownership group, and they wanted to make a splash and. I don't. I think without maybe risking getting rid of Russell Wilson, they decided to go after a coach, and it's really not been paying off for him so far this season. You brought up a really good point, though. What? And I have never really thought about. I mean, I've thought about Pete Carroll as a coach, obviously, mm-hmm. um, having him beat up Notre Dame for all those years. Yep. But yeah, he did go to two Super Bowls and should have won two. Probably should have. Um. 
if but probably Russell wanted to throw the ball and show that he was. The I man. wonder what the fuck happened. You, you know, have, you have the guy named nicknamed Beast Mode that would be able to run that ball in. He would yes, he would have whipped someone with his braids and like no matter what he would have dunked his in. skittles on him. He would have, but like I don't know, I don't know what would have happened, but to like yeah, Pete Carroll took two. Russell Wilson led teams to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and managed all those personalities. Like credit to him, and then he did the work he's doing with Geno Smith. They're three and one this year. Yeah, and they just they just destroyed whoever they played. Uh, what was it last week? They destroyed. Let me go see real quick. I think they played. Yeah, the Giants. They they beat them twenty four to three. Yeah, like, um. He's a hell of a coach. I think he's one of the more underrated coaches in NFL I, history. I thought, I wouldn't say annoying. I wouldn't call him annoying. Like, I was just like, I guess, over the infatuation with him when you, after he went to Seattle, or, and then they were good right away. And I'm like, what the hell? I thought he was just escaping some NCAA, inf- you know, infringements that would happen at USC. Well, he was. But then the more I hear about what's going, what happened in Seattle, I'm like, Carroll was a hell of a coach and a hell of a guy. I like this dude. Yeah, I. So I, I, I'm turn. I've turned my like thought about him, and I appreciate the hell out of Pete Carroll, especially how he's coached the team after Russell Wilson has gone away. And correct me if I'm wrong or if I'm forgetting an incident or a person, but with those USC teams, I don't remember there ever being a player. And it's like, oh, that guy has issues. Like that guy has some character issues. Maybe, but I have to do some digging. But it might have alluded to more of like what happened with reggie bush and stuff like that but even that like i'm not holding that against reggie bush at all i don't i don't at all i don't against against any college kid hell no i don't at all like for the last 30 40 years i i wouldn't fuck those colleges were holding that dangling those carrots over those poor kids and their families because they knew they would take that opportunity and come to their school like they, they 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 they, they, I don't know what the best way to say it is, but they kind of baited those kit people because they knew they, what they wanted essentially. Al, and so, yeah, and, um, and but I mean, I, again, I agree. I don't think that's necessarily against Pete Carroll. That's more of like boosters and the school itself. Everyone does it. Like it's not, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Those like they for better, like they deserve it. Like those, those players are generating so much income for, those for the universities. universities. Mm-hmm. Using the, using their likeness without getting paid for it, yeah, it's yeah, a, that's it's a, it's a it's an extension of slave labor. I mean, close to it. It's, yeah, I mean, yeah, they do. A lot of them do get scholarships, and but that's not. I know they. I mean, they do have the opportunity to further their education, but let's be honest, a lot of those kids aren't going there for educations. AI is taking all of our jobs. That's true. Um, Alan Iverson. Are are we? <laughs> Are we transferring over to college football? Do you have anything else? Because we have, at 11 a.m. on Saturday morning, the number three ranked Texas Longhorns are battling Dylan Gabriel, right? Yeah, Dylan Gabriel. And the Oklahoma Sooners. That's correct. I have a feeling Texas is going to whoop the shit out of Oklahoma, but I haven't really watched Oklahoma play this year, so I don't know. So, I think they're starting to figure out their offense finally. 
So I, I think like they finally started throwing the ball more downfield north and south and not in the flat east and west. Like a car wreck's going on. <laughs> what do you mean There's a car wreck? Extended, like this audio. It's like I, an extended car wreck. I don't like think so. A family of four just passed. <laughs> well, they were all virgins. They shouldn't have been standing there. Well, how's a family? That's the joke, Shaway. That's the joke. <laughs> wow. I don't even know where. Where were we? <laughs> virgins. Um, oh, God. Sorry. That was weird. Uh, Texas and OU. Texas and OU. So, number three versus number 12. This is kind of like what it used to be as far as a rivalry back in the day was that. This game was a like a good indicator on who was going to contend for the national title for college football before the the playoffs were in, you know. Twenty five years ago, yeah. If you were if you lived in the Big Twelve country, mm-hmm. this was the biggest game of the year. Well, it was bigger than your team's game. It was like, bigger than your team's game, and sometimes bigger than the the Big Twelve championship. Yeah. So it, I mean, it's and it's one of the best not just college but sporting atmospheres i have ever been to and i yeah. will i will contend to that to this day uh i i was able to go to the game and it's my only game i've ever been to for this rivalry was 2021 when caleb williams came back into for ou for the first time and led them back to a comeback win against the texas longhorns and it's it's so it was such an amazing turnaround of it like the momentum swing and how things played out that day. But just the atmosphere itself, like leading up to the game, because college game day is there. They're always going to be there. So it was really cool to kind of see that side of things. And with the Cotton Bowl being in the Texas uh, State Fair, with the State Fair going on, not only was there 100,000 people at the stadium, but there was like 300,000 people at the State Fair. Jesus Christ. So you have almost half a million people in that one area for that build up for that game. And then you finally get to the game and you it's literally split down the middle at the 50-yard line. I think it, I'm trying to remember in my head. I think this is it the south one side is OU, all OU like uh, crimson. The other side is burnt orange for Texas. And it's as if you're at a home game for both teams because every time the team scores the stadium just erupts, but I mean it's it's so it's so crazy and it, and obviously it it can be like that for a lot of other rivalries, but it this is just like classic football teams that have always been in the championship conversation, and it's it's going to be a hell of a game. I think OU has a very tough task ahead of them because I think Texas is a hell of a team. Obviously, they're ranked number three. I think OU deserves a better than a 12 ranking maybe 10 or 9 and that was where i was going at with you earlier about how notre dame is still ranked 10th but they have a loss on their resume where ou doesn't has ou won a couple of close games sure but they've won those games and the defense has been one of the best defenses in the country and so that's why i think that's why i was having a little bit of a hissy fit earlier about how Notre Dame was still in the top 10, but OU wasn't. And that's not a knock against Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame's a good team. But I thought OU deserved maybe 9 or 10, to be fair. Um, who has OU played so far? OU has played um, Arizona, Arkansas State. They've played um, wow. SMU. They've played Iowa State. Um, 
Oh, there's a few I'm missing. Hang on a second. I apologize. I should have been looking this up first. But I mean, they've they've had some decent games here. They, they, I mean, they played Tulsa, Cincinnati. Those are the other ones as well. I mean, they beat Tulsa 66 to 17. They beat Cincinnati 20 to 6. SMU 28 to 11. And you know, they they put put some points on the board. They put 50 up against Iowa State last week. Okay. So, so their 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 offense is decent. I mean, it could be better, but that they haven't really kind of unraveled their full offense potential. Like if they if they let Dylan Gabriel throw the ball down the field a lot more, to he has a hell of a wide receiver core. Does he? Yes, and big guys too, so they can get up and get that ball. They got they got every, like everywhere from seniors to like sophomore and freshmen that are outstanding. The run game is what's kind of hampering them a little bit. It's either hit and miss, and they don't have a guy. They just they're by committee. Well, they lost Ramondre Stevenson. It's or been a Stevens, couple years though. Stevenson. It's been a couple years. They've had Marcus Major, who's their quote unquote top guy right now. They have, uh, their their walk on is one of their better running backs, and like they have like uh, Saw Chuck and Barnes. Barnes is still kind of iffy on like his on an injury. Saw Chuck hasn't taken over, you know, like they they thought he had. I didn't see Chuck, but you didn't see Chuck. What do you mean? His name is Sawchuck. You might have seen, saw him. I didn't see him. Take a lap. <laughs> go, go outside for once and touch some grass. Damn it, Dad. That was well played. It took me a second. I was like, what do you mean? I didn't see him. <laughs> but, but yeah. That is weird. He is weird, man. <laughs> seen Chuck? I haven't seen shit. <laughs> it was all blur, man. It was all blur. Oh, man. But, yeah, I think that's just kind of where the offense stands right now. But the defense has been one of the best in the nation. Like, they they have Danny Stutzman at uh, at sorry at linebacker, and he is just all over the field flying everywhere, clogging gaps. He's on the edge if they need him. And they're, they're one of the best teams against the run, so they know they can stop the run, so that puts their D-backs in a better position to stop a pass. And they have some of the best – they're not best. They have, have some really good cornerbacks coming up and safeties. Uh, Bowman has been a ball hawk for the Sooners this far this year. They did lose Harrington to an ACL issue, which sucks, and because he's had a rough couple years, but he showed a lot of promise at the beginning of this season. So hopefully he can come back next year fully healthy and show what he can, uh, you know, what his talent is made of. But they also have a, a kid from Hayes, Kansas. Uh, I always forget how to pronounce it, but it's like Canick, I think. But he's from mm-hmm. Hayes, Kansas. He's a starting sophomore. Or even maybe he might have been a red, red or uh, red shirt freshman last year. Oh shit! He is he's damn good too, and he's he's young. So they have a really good, you know, team right now that I think is only gonna get better at, at next couple of years. And against this Texas team, it's gonna be a dogfight. I don't think I don't think either team's gonna run away with it. And. With how good Texas is playing this year, it's Sooners have a lot on their hands to to win that football game. Can they do it? Absolutely, but it's going to be a hell of a task. So ESPN and also there's some betting, um, uh, of course, betting implications with this mm-hmm. uh, statement or factoid, whatever you guys want to call it. <laughs> uh, ESPN's matchup predictor has Oklahoma favored 
uh, 55% to 44%. No. Really? 45%. Sorry, I can't do math. Um, but Texas is a five-point favorite. The betting angle I would take, I would... I mean, how good is OU's defense? Because the mm. over-under is 60 and a half. That Six game is never... And 60, yeah. 60 oh. and a half. I mean, I guess I could see that. That's... I mean, it's been the case for fucking every one of them. Yeah, that's... Well, shit, even last year when they when OU didn't even score a point. It was damn close to it. Oh, yeah, that did happen last yeah. year. That, but, that was fun. No. <laughs> No, it wasn't. That was fun. We didn't have a quarterback. Well, you know, you still don't. Gabriel didn't play last year. He played in that game, didn't he? He got he got a concussion after a late hit when he was sliding against TCU the week before. Oh. He was out. I, I don't know. I haven't really watched him either. Obviously, you don't do your homework. Hell no. <laughs> I'm cheating, motherfuckers. That's how I got through six years of college. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Most people that go to first school that long are doctors. You know first, that? first school, first key. Oh man! But I'm gonna. I was looking at Texas. I want to see who they beat this year so far. Beat a good uh, KU team. Yeah, they beat a KU team, and they beat them forty to fourteen as well. Every game they've played in, besides Alabama, but that was in Alabama. They've they won pretty handily. They Alabama beat them by ten. Yeah, they beat them rough. by ten. Alabama looks rough. They do look rough. They don't look like the Alabama of 10 years ago. That's I don't insane. know what's going on there. I don't know if NIL has been really affecting them or what. They don't have a quarterback. That's true. I don't. I, maybe, I, maybe Bryce Young can go back. No, nah, he played. He for sure <laughs> played all his years. Yeah, that's true. Um, but no, I think I think Texas is. You know, they're they're gonna they are good. Like they they look really good. Their defense has been solid. Uh, every other game, besides that, they've only given up 14 points and less. So I think that that's that says a lot about that Sarkeesian team. Yeah, and Quinn Hewers is an absolute boss. He is good, even though he did, you know, cut off his mullet. Oh, he did. Yeah, he's he's clean shaven now. If you look at him, he's he's all uh, like short hair, kind of military looking guy. He's getting ready for compared the to where he looked like he was literally from the red dirt, like. <laughs> Red River. Like he just lived on the shores of the, the river. Yeah, he smells like catfish, but uh... he eats crawdads. <laughs> he does like him some crawdads. That sounds fucking good. I do like some crawdads. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Michigan <laughs> plays a pretty. They play Minnesota. Um, yeah. Notre Dame plays Louisville, who is ranked. Mm-hmm. Um, Alabama plays Texas A and M. Jimbo Fisher. Jesus Christ. Uh, he's not even <laughs> worth mentioning because his teams are so garbage. They're so, so fucking garbage. Uh, Kentucky has a chance to play Georgia. Yeah. Oh one yeah. Of the, one of the. No, they don't have ranked. a chance to play. They have a chance to beat them because they are playing. They're not. There's no chance of playing. They are playing. Well, I mean, I guess I should. I, I Georgia actually like has to play a ranked team or a team that you know. Ha- That's play. true. Um, the, the shit we were giving them earlier before the season started that they didn't have a hot, tough schedule. They didn't have to pay Kentucky five hundred thousand dollars <laughs> to play. Um, so that's cool. Let's play. <laughs> know your worth. <laughs> <laughs> um, USC plays Arizona. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. Notre Dame and Louisville. I guess they'll be a one to watch. 
Um, Ohio State plays Maryland, which traditionally has been a uh, yeah. difficult one for them, and I believe that's the early one on Fox. And your uh, your old friend Brian Kelly and their LSU Tigers play uh, Missouri, so it beats number twenty one versus number twenty three. Hi, I hope Missouri wins that one. Obviously, I know. Me too. I I and you know Missouri's showed some interesting flashes this year, like. They have a pretty decent offense for the most part, but they beat K State. But yeah, a sixty-one yard field goal by one of the thickest kickers in the game. He was a thick kicker. Thick kick. Thick that's kick. Right. But no, that's going to be interesting as well. Um, who else out there? Washington State ranked thirteenth, playing U, uh, UCLA. Yeah, that'll be a good one to watch. Florida State, Virginia Tech, um, Bama versus A and M, North Carolina, who's fourteen, is taking on Syracuse. North so. Carolina. North Carolina. Uh, did you say Ole Miss yet? Ole Miss takes on Arkansas. Ole Miss who beat? Did they win? No, yeah. they didn't win last week. They almost beat Alabama. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That was a hell of a game. Um, Fresno State, number 24, playing Wyoming. Yeah, they probably have another car brother. <laughs> well, I was not Wichita, the Wichita, really not the Wichita car brothers. <laughs> yeah, I was no. like, Wichita and car the, brothers do not mix. No, 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 not those. <laughs> those car brothers oh, we man. we try to stay away from those dudes yeah those are not nice people Keep number them locked up miami uh versus georgia tech miami's ranked 17th so there's some really good games next week i heard a really cool georgia tech story today what's that about so georgia tech mm-hmm. used to was one of the first rivals with auburn okay and i believe auburn played their first football game ever against georgia tech okay so you, yeah. One year, Georgia Tech, because this is in the fucking 1800s still. Yeah, no kidding. Georgia Tech took the train. Mm-hmm. Or no, Auburn took the train to Georgia Tech. Right. And Georgia Tech, it was like homecoming week or something. I don't know. Maybe the kids just found like a case of swill on the back porch. <laughs> they, they found some mead. They, they went to the train station yeah. and greased the tracks <laughs> with lard and oil so auburn and the conductor they try to stop you know at the fucking train station so they can take a bus to you know go get settled in yeah they stopped five miles away from the train station (laughs) (laughs) i can't believe that legit happened yeah that was that was uh it took them five miles to stop after that Fuck yeah, it's a train, man. Damn, dude. I mean, I know trains take a long time to stop. They're already trying to slow down by that point. Yeah, they have to. It takes some miles to stop. But yeah, that's a it was a thick train. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's do. You, are you, are we ready for the NHL preview? Ah, uh, man. You know what? If you are, let's go for it. Um, I am so happy. It's this time of year now, though. I. Oh, you want to talk about a long time coming? It's been a long off season, quite honestly. I don't know about for you, but for me, it's been a long off season. It's been a long off season for a couple reasons. Mm-hmm. Andy has been bragging about the Vegas Knights. Yeah, which fuck, I, fuck him. I I know. <laughs> let's let's just get out of the way. We both hate the Golden Knights. They they're gonna suck in ten years because they have no draft picks. Ten, maybe five. five. Yeah, you're right. Five years. So um, let's look at a team who sucks now but might be better <laughs> in five or ten years. Yeah. 
the San Jose Sharks. Oh, <laughs> they're, it's okay. They're not they're, they're not great right now, but they're in a transition period. They're, you know what? I'm sick of it. <laughs> I am fucking sick of it. Um, I, you know, they, they've had new coaches. There's, there's this goaltending. Mm-hmm. And it's, then it's switching everyone over. And it's, it pisses me off. I remember fucking paying for tickets to go watch and then you spend so much money to go to the game yes. to watch them lose and and it's just i can't i'm sorry i can't watch it and i want to like i'm always gonna remain a fan but like i gave up at like keeping up with them right like i would pay attention but it just after marlo left I'm not, I'm not a good fan. after marlo left it was it and joe and joe pavelski i'm hoping it's it's gonna get well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's student I, analysis. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be it's a minute. Not, it's not going to be anything. But hey, you can see the, the quote-unquote baby sharks I, in I Wichita. Can, play. I can still watch uh, Timo Meyer. That's right. If I watch. Yeah, you, Speaking of Timo Meyer, we can go over to yeah the New Jersey Devils. Great transition. Yeah, um, he's, a, he's a good for us. He's, he's a, good, a good for he's us. He's a good for us. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good swiss uh swiss fellow yeah um oh i forgot he was swiss yeah the, is that why is that why like or you think that's why they went for him because like nico Heischer? yes okay um the connection the, there uh, the devils have i believe the most swiss players in the league and mm-hmm. there's been talk of a swiss uh international series with the devils playing over in switzerland mm-hmm. which would be cool um the devils are like uh, i can't like last season, about this time, I was saying they were gonna suck, and like that's what I believed. Um, there's no tiptoeing around it this year. They are a cup contender. I don't. I think so. Like, holy fuck, they're loaded. What Tom Fitzgerald has done is the most impressive thing about the whole, the whole re whatever you want to call it. Um, reload re like uh yeah I, I i don't know if it's a reload it's more of a rebuild it was a rebuild yeah it was a rebuild reload i mean you I mean, got rid of the gm who had been there the storybook gm who'd been there since the team's inception who was in russia during the cold war getting fucking russian players to convert over like what a badass story I mean, that is yeah him and the and the Detroit Red Wings were doing that at the same time. Yeah. Innovators. But, I mean, but I think it's a good thing they moved on from Lou Lamarillo. Absolutely. Because he was just so, he's still stuck in his way. And it's not working. And look at new, like, look at what they didn't, he didn't do shit with Toronto. Then he went to, went the Islanders. And they still play that old school style. And it, I mean. It's yeah, not, it's, it's not, not a com- viable option anymore. It isn't. You can have that in your game, but you have to have a good mix of skill with it. And that's the problem, like, with how he was building teams at the last... Like, when his last few years with the Devils was like, they're yeah, they're they're big and they can run you over, but this is this is not your dad's Devils anymore. I mean, you don't have Ken Danico and Scott Stevens on, on you know, your blue line, and you don't got guys like, you know... Um, oh, shoot, I just had his name in my head. Um, he's a college hockey coach now. Yeah. Uh, uh, Langenbrunner? No, Langenbrunner is a good one too, but he was kind of at the tail end of that kind of era. Um, but anyway, 
lot of like a lot of the grinders that that with those teams are made Bobby up Holik. of Bobby Holik, um John Madden was another John one. Madden, yeah. Um, uh, uh, it's gonna Bruce drive, Driver for the ninety five. Yeah, who McLean was a good one. McLean. It's gonna um, make me mad. David Clarkson, Mike Rupp. Clarkson, Rupp. But uh, I mean, I yeah, it's a, it's a completely different Devils team, and um, they are fucking fun to watch. Yeah, they they are. They are. Uh, they're gonna be. They're very high skilled. They have a high ceiling. It's just how far. Or how much I guess experience these guys are gonna get in the next couple years, and this year included, but also how far your goaltending is gonna get. That's the that's the that's the real cog right there. That's gonna really determine how far New Jersey goes this year. Right now, not only in their system, but like right now they have Akira Schmid, Vitek Vanacek, even got Keith Kincaid. Nico Dawes. Just signed uh, again, actually. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they got a few guys in the system, and you know, but they have they have a decent start with Smith and Vanacek, but it's going to de- determine who's going to take over that crease and who if Smith is going to actually become the guy. Schmid, I'm sure, is going to be the – he's going to be looked at as the long-term. And he's 6'5". I didn't know that. He's a monster. Wow. In a good way. Yes. Um, like, a, like Vasilevsky. Yeah, like – a monster. He's not as quick side to side. Obviously, he's not Vasilevsky. No, Vasilevsky no is. He's his own goalie right now. Yeah. Um, but no, he's big. He's calm, which is his bounce back is great. Um, which I feel like that's that's critical to have in today's NHL with right. how many goals are being scored. His bounce back is good. He can recover from a bad game when he also does. Also from Switzerland. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Um, we have a good scout there. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> also, also, that's where Austin Matthews played. Um, yeah, that's right. But um, Smith's only twenty three as well, so he has a lot to grow into. Whereas Vanacek is, give me a second, twenty seven, so not as old. I mean, not as old as I thought. But Vanacek is old for a goalie, though, in that not by his age, but in his minutes played. That's um, fair. Van, I mean, twenty five is young for a goalie. Mm-hmm. Vanacek's 27, but he's played legit, what, five seasons? <laughs> it's a hard 27. Yeah, it's, it is it's a, a hard 27. It's a third shift 27. It's a Russian 27. <laughs> yeah, it's it a, legit is it's, a Russian 27. It's a 27. night shift at Spirit Aerosystems 27. Yeah, it's it's not it's <laughs> He's not got pretty. seven kids, chain smoking. He's looking he, like Nikolai Javi Bulin with one eye open. He's drinking Pedialyte in the morning <laughs> so he can just function at work. Like, he he's a wreck. And hand sanitizer at work. Oh, yeah. It's a little combination of both <laughs> yeah. sometimes when it's just been way too rough. Oh, man. Um, one thing I was curious about when I was watching uh, some of the recently, like, the, the waiver wires was seeing guys like Ty Smith getting waived. Not waived, but, like, trying to get waived to get sent down. And he got, I think, got uh, picked up by a team. I thought he was going to be a pretty good, you know, depth player for y'all, but I guess he couldn't compete on the back end. That's fair. I thought he he had a a decent like first season when he had when he was up in the with the with the Devils, but I guess he just never progressed. He was a liability. And then Cal Foot got sent down today. Yeah. So 
I don't know how what you feel about that, or if it's just more, more getting more experience and playing bigger minutes. Getting and... yeah, getting more experience. He had a couple uh, bright spots in the preseason. Alexander Holt is another one that has been in yeah. our system that I, if he does find his confidence, he'll be another one that can contribute heavily on that power play with right. the shot kind of shot he has. Right. Um. He is lethal. It's a quick release a lightning quick release and uh, he puts it where he wants to i mean uh, to be fair i mean he hasn't had a lot of experience 28 pro nhl games only six points but if you're telling me that's what he's he been has the potential then i i believe him. when he's finding his group he's no and, curtis lazar no 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 <laughs> he's yeah he's no devon taves yeah how are the miles wood led isn't that funny how often I used to talk about Miles Wood, and now he's on the Avalanche? You made it happen. You, I, I did. I made a few calls, called my my boy Jared Bednar in Colorado. I mean, him and I got a picture together. Not a big deal. You but manifested this thing. I really did. I just like his game, and it and it, you know what? To be to be fair, what we were talking about earlier, he does play an older style game that Lou Lamoureux loved, where he's a big guy who plays the body, but he has a touch of skill where he is perfect on your third line. Maybe even fourth line on good teams, but um, I, I I liked the move of getting him uh, to the Abs, and I'm trying to pull up their page, but for some reason they're it's just not working. That's very strange. Anyway, uh, as I try to t- discuss Miles Wood, I think I think he fits perfect with their system. He's not the best skater, but he he f- continues to move his feet, which is important with the avalanche and he is a guy who's going to work hard in the corners and you know he's going to he's going to force some penalties to be drawn and that was i think his big thing in uh, in new jersey was that he was just running amok and causing other teams to uh force him out in front of the crease cross-checking him or taking penalties in the corners when he's digging for pucks tripping you know he's kind of like charlie day if charlie day played hockey he's the wild card <laughs> he is the wild he's card. not good yeah um but he'll fuck shit up uh for better or worse <laughs> he's um, not good but he'll fuck shit up yeah i um, love it he like you said he's not a good skater he's a fast skater he's fat he'll get somewhere he is north and south that is what he does and that's um, not a dig at him northeast sometimes <laughs> When he's feeling northeast and southwest, you yeah. know, if the if the cut on the blade wasn't uh, you know expertly done by the staff, right? But the ring staff there in Colorado does a good job, so I think he'll be skating a little straighter, right? <laughs> skating straighter. <laughs> I I do like him though, like on that team, and he's he's gonna fit in well with the his bottom three. This is really irritating that I cannot pull up their roster on their own website. I don't know what's going on. We have a. I'm subscription. That's right. What is it called again? Man. What is that called again? Sportsreference.com. Okay. Let me pull that up. Um, hey, yeah. What, sports like, re- so do you think, speaking of which, uh, do you think the Devils are going to miss a guy like Miles Wood? Oh, let me, that is a tough question and one I haven't thought about. Give me three seconds. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> So I, this team is one of the more talented teams that the Devils have ever had. Right. Um. So in that sense, and the talent sense, no. 
Where I do think... <clears throat> wow. Where I do think... He farted at the same <laughs> time that you burped. Oh my god. Good job, Mango. Mango's disgusting. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> but, okay, so... <laughs> I don't know if we should call this episode Mango Farts or Skippy Horowitz. <laughs> Skippy Horowitz and Mango are all mourning, and Mango's Fart are mourning the death of Those Dick Buttkiss. Really good titles, though. Skippy Horowitz. That's hilarious. Good job, Mango. Appreciate your contribution. Yeah, where where'd you leave off with Miles Wood? Do you think they're gonna miss him? Um, yes and no. I think is what you're saying, kind of both. I let me. Let they me. get younger, they get faster, they get a guy like more skill under their lineup. But I mean, they're gonna miss the kind of the I won't say toughness, but the you know a yeah, guy who grinds a lot. The energy. Yeah, um, that's a good. Yeah, energy guy. Like like. Trevor Mitchell. Another shout out for Trevor Mitchell. Energy guy. Trevor T. Mitch, how you, the hell the hell you doing, Yeah, bud? please don't die in Miami and on your cruise for John Cruisenberry's bachelor party this weekend. Oh, congrats, John. Yes. Um, Absolutely. I don't think they will miss him in the sense of talent. I think they'll miss him um, as the energy guy, as the guy who would mm-hmm. fight, and it scared the hell out of me when he fought because he's not good at it. Right. And he would take on <laughs> yeah. he would take on the team's bigger <clears throat> fighters. Um, it scared the shit out of me. But um, Nathan Bastion, he's not as quick. He kind of fills that role a little bit sure. though. Sure. Um, uh, looking up and down the roster, Nolan Foot when he's in the lineup, he can fill that role. So you both have you have both Foot boys on in your system, Nolan and Cal. Uh, we drafted Nolan and then. Did you, I think you did you trade for Cal, Foot. Anyway, was... can, can, just can, yeah, continue to roll. I'll look that up. I think looking Cal... at your looking at your roster. I think Cal. I don't know. Um. But yeah, there are there are um, there are players who can obviously fight for. The, oh, go ahead. The Devils. Um, he was signed by the Devils in the off season. That's why Cal Foot's on their on their team. Anyway. Okay, he might be with Utica then because I'm. Yeah, he's gonna he's threat. gonna be playing yeah. Utica. But anyway, that we digress with that. But um, no, I I don't. I mean, they'll be they'll be fine. Um, I think the the way that the Devils underachieve right. is goaltending. Right. Um, that and de- their defensive end. Mm-hmm. Luke Hughes is going to step up, and he's going to obviously add an offensive element to the game. Right. However, I don't know um, how, you know, with him being his first, his rookie year, he's going to have lapses in defense. It's right. just inevitable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's. So, transitioning to where Miles Wood is now with the Colorado Avalanche, I think that was a. I like the pickup because, like you were talking about, energy guy, brings a bit of physicality to his game. He can put up points, and I think in that system, I, I bet he can contend for thirty-five. I don't know about forty points, but maybe thirty-five at the max for him. 
But think of this. They're going to have a line of Miles Wood, Ross Colton, and Logan O'Connor. A bunch of shit stirs who can put up 30 points a year. Why would you put, like, that's going to be a cantankerous line, and yeah. no one wants to hang out with them. <laughs> yeah, they're assholes. <laughs> yeah. No, one, no one wants to, that's a fucking, that's a, that should be illegal. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's going to be a hell of a line. And and maybe even Andrew Cogliano can be put into that line, too. Yeah, fuck that line. Yeah, like, that's, that's, that's going to be wild to watch in the, this year, and if it all comes together. That's just rude. But, like, also, that I mean, obviously I mentioned Ross Colton come over from the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, Jonathan Druan, who's going to have, like, a, hopefully a resurgence is what they're hoping for. If I see 40 to 50 points out of him, I'm happy. That'd be good. And with him reunited with McKinnon, who's been his biggest, like, supporter and rah-rah guy, telling people, like, he's good, you just have to, you know, just trust the process with him. And he just... He's had a tough go, especially in Montreal, where it's a very big spotlight to have, especially as a French Canadian player in that on that team. Sometimes not wanted. Exactly. And playing in maybe a, a not necessarily necessarily a lesser team, but like a lesser of a spotlight with the Avalanche, even as good as they are, may help Duran's game, and he may re, you know find it again, especially being maybe paired with McKinnon on his line. I mean, I think I think if you get thirty-five to forty points, you're fucking happy, honestly. Right. And I, and I, you know, you don't you don't expect the same caliber of player that you saw in major juniors when he played with McKinnon and with in Halifax, but you want to see, you know, you want to see flashes of that every other game or so, because you know the, the skill is there. It's just, and he's talked about his mental issues or mental, you know, like problems that he's had and his anxiety and you know you just hope he can overcome that and maybe playing a, a team like colorado where the spotlight's not on him may help him it will and there, yeah like like you said there are stars galore on that lineup yeah um jonathan Druin's not going to be the focal point Mm-mm. of he's just another avenue not the only one get it avenue uh, hey. hey i'm gonna go take a lap <laughs> But, I mean, he's going to be playing alongside guys like McKinnon, Rantanen, uh, Nachushkin, I mean, Lekkanen. I mean, and also a big uh, trade that they have made was Ryan Johansson. Oh, Being your yeah. second line center. You want to talk about a hell of a depth player to have on your second line right there. Not like He's good enough to be on your first line, but I think he's better suited, especially on a team like the Avalanche, to be your second line uh, center. And I think if he can put up 40 to 50 points as well, that's a great trade from your and a great, you know, contribution from your center. And so, you, I mean, you, and that helps you spread your offense. You're not expecting your top three guys to always be, you know, having to be out there playing a lot of minutes. You can spread that out a little bit and kind of keep them a little more fresh at times. So I, I, I think the Avs made a lot of good moves in the offseason to help out their depth. And they've also developed some good talent as well but like they're i think their issue is going to be probably their bottom three their fourth line and their some of their defense their bottom two is determining who's going to be your sixth seventh four or de- defenseman because obviously it's 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 taves and mccarr or your first pairing then you're going to have bowen byram who's hopefully going to be playing a full year that's his his goal after his his concussion issues 
probably playing this alongside Sam Gerrard. And then you have uh, Manson playing probably on your third line or third defensive pair. And it's kind of up in the air who's going to take that sixth and seventh spot. It, uh, it, I mean, it was, uh, I mean, it looks like it's probably going to be Jack Johnson, excuse me. But then you also have, you know, uh, oh, I'm trying to find him. I apologize. Brad Hunt, fine for that position. You have younger guys who are in their system trying to get that, that sixth, seventh spot. I mean, it's kind of up in the air, especially after, um, uh, oh, I forgot his name. Uh, Eric Johnson left for uh, Buffalo. He's no longer with the team. He used to be at that. That was the yeah, and he used to yeah he used to be your shutdown guy, who would play big minutes against their like some of the team's best players. But but good for him, got his cup. And... Yep, I'm so happy he stuck around. That was that was a thing after he got traded. He was such a big team guy that he's like he was all about the ads. It's not that he wasn't appreciative of St. Louis. It was just a fresh start and a team that he felt like wanted him. And then there was times he could have been moved, but they decided to keep him and to be a part of, you know, the a, a cup run finally. And he, he finally got his cup, and I'm so damn happy for Eric Johnson. I was, and this is not a knock against his play, I was honestly expecting him to retire after that cup win and, may you know, to go out on top. And I, I mean, he does have maybe a couple of seasons left, but it's it's starting to wane. You can, if you watch enough games, you can see his foot speed was not as good as it once was. In that cup run, it was uh, it was diminishing. And but he had to play a lot of minutes with Sam Gerrard out. That, yeah. After he got, he after he took a check and broke his uh, sternum. Yeah. So he had to play a lot of more big minutes, but you know what? It paid off, and he played well when it mattered. So. That's going to be a hole to fill, not only on the ice, but in the locker room, because he was such a team guy, and he was all about, if you are just here for pay, for pay, or you don't want to be here, get the fuck out. We want guys who want to be here. Yeah. And he kind of alluded to it in a better way than I put it when Duchesne was wanting out. He was like, we want guys to be who want to be here, kind of thing. And, again, not necessarily knock on Shane, Duchesne. He was wanting to play for a contending team because he's he, for the first few seasons of his career he played for a, an Avs team that really just what fell short a lot of expectations so but at the same time you do want guys who are mentally wanting to be there and you can't blame John Eric Johnson for saying that but then you can't also blame Matt Duchesne for wanting a new you know turning over a new leaf and trying to get a, a fresh start somewhere and being somewhere that contends but unfortunately that hasn't happened for Matt Duchesne, so. But you know, you 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 you, you lay in the bed bed you made. You absolutely do. So, but to to keep going on the ads to kind of wrap it up a little bit with them, um, goaltending is going to be a bit of a head scratcher because Pablo Francois has been injured with another lower body injury that he's been kind of trying to play through. I mean, Gorgiev is going to be your starter no matter what, and he's he was fantastic last season. I had no issues with him, um, but right now it looks like Eustace Annanen, who's been in their system for a few years, like two or three years now. Eustace. He he's had two really good years in the AHL. Like he he has shown that he can be in the NHL, being very capable of being maybe a backup. I don't know about taking the starter role right now, but he's he's starting to progress that way. But I can see the Abs looking for a. a some depth at uh, gold 
like in net for there, not only the AHL, but as a possible call up if, you know, Gorgiev's getting hurt or, you know, is getting tired and Eustace Annan's not progressing like they want to. Yeah, Arvid Holm in the system. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know too much about him. 6'5. 190. Yeah, I see that. He was a sixth round pick out of Winnipeg. Yeah. So I'm looking him up now. I don't really see a whole lot stats wise. I don't think he really has a full or any playing time in the NHL. But um, yeah, it's that's the only like, really glaring issue is backup goaltender. So, but I think there's the Avs are still going to probably contend for the top of that Central Division. I really don't see a whole lot of teams contending for that. Uh, maybe the, the wild the da- West. Dallas is starting to get old. No, you've been you started this shit last year, and they fucking they still like they have goaltending. They they hit. They're heavy. They Joe, play fast. Ottinger, Ottinger, he fell through. Like after that, the whatever first round, he finally just got too tired. Well, I mean, he did, but <laughs> so with everyone else in that team, you yeah, have to, you have to. Like, don't get me wrong. I think they're still going to be a good team, and who knows? They could, you know, scare a lot of people. But um, I don't know. I just don't know how far the Stars can get. I I don't think they're a cup contending team, but I think they're – I wouldn't be surprised if they made the Western Conference Finals. Ooh, I don't know about that. I could see the – I don't know. Maybe the Wild over them. Um, Definitely not the Coyotes or the Blackhawks. But we can, we can I've transition I, over the Blackhawks if you want to. Connor Bedard. Connor Bedard. Connor. One the like I I don't know if we want to talk about him as a player or him his effect on um, Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see their last home game, their preseason? The fans were chanting, "We want the cup." What a bunch of douchebags. <laughs> it may be though, in, in like it may be fun, like just as a joke, but it's like he was pretty damn pretty damn good like he's showing flashes of what we expect out of him and obviously he's gonna still get used to the nhl game and speed but man he is he's he's proven to be a pretty damn good player so far and watching him on a line with taylor hall and Corey perry yeah holy shit that's kind of fun to watch him and the worm are together i know what an age gap between those two wasn't there like i don't think connor bedard was alive when Corey perry was drafted that might have been one of the crazy statistics i don't know there is one uh statistic we do have yeah that measures connor bedard's impact on the franchise the black hot black hawks ticket sales mm-hmm. have doubled since uh, bedard i'm not surprised drafted so let's look here what year was Corey Perry drafted? I already know the answers about these, so I'm just asking you. If you, um, if you know. Oh. It was a really good draft, though. It wasn't. He's not. Because the, there's no one left from the 03 draft. 05. Nope. It was the 03 draft. Are you serious? Yeah. No, there, there's, there's people from that draft. Mark Andre Fleury. He's still playing. Ryan Suter. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, Je- I don't. Is Jeff Carter still playing? He might be. I think he's in uh, Calgary. Zach Parise is he still playing? No, right he's. Brett Burns is in, was in no, that draft. No, still. Maybe. Burnsy's Burnsy. still in Carolina. Dude, th- that draft was fucking good. 
Like, that was one of the best first rounds ever. Because Corey Perry was taken at 28th. God damn. I know. It, it, it was a damn good draft. Like, so, 03. Guess what year Connor Bedard was born? 2000 and... Five. Yep. Corey Perry was drafted before Jesus. Before five. Connor Bedard was a was a was liquid. Wow. I know it was crazy. That's that's such a great stat. It's a, I can't believe that shit happened. That's nuts. I know. Well, the fact that there's still players from that 03 draft pl- like still playing is amazing in itself. Which it's I, like I guess it's only gonna get that that aspect of players playing longer is only yep. gonna increase. Yeah. Um, you want me to name off some other players in that draft? Absolutely. Eric Stahl, Nathan Horton, Thomas Vanek, uh, Brandon Colburn, or Coburn, Dion Panuf was on that draft. Oh. I know. Andre Kustitsen, Dustin Brown, Brett Seabrook, Steve Bernier, mm-hmm. Eric Fur, uh, Eric, is it Fair? Fur? Fair? Fur? 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 Hang good boy. I know. It's okay. You're okay. Uh, Ryan Getzlaff. Mark Stewart, Ryan Kessler, Mike Richards, Anthony Stewart, Brian Boyle, Jeff Tambellini, Patrick Eves. I mean, I could keep going if you want me to, but you want to talk about a fucking... One of the best ever, you'd have to think. Dustin Bufflin, Lee Stempniak, like, David Backus. Like, (laughs) what a a draft, man. Like, that was ridiculous. Nate Thompson, Matt Carl. Man, I, I could keep going. Like it, it's it's ridiculous how many players were taken in that draft. Like and that had pretty damn good careers. What was in the water eighteen years before? Like in nineteen ninety one. No wait, yeah. What was going on then? Uh, we were. Wait, was that nineteen ninety one? Was eighteen years before? I can't do math. Eighteen years before what? Two thousand three. Uh, that that'd be. Nineteen or nineteen eighty? I'm an idiot. I don't know. Nineteen eighty something. Okay. Anyway, but yeah, that talk about eighty five. Oh, eighty four. Eighty four. I can't do math. I apologize, folks. Um, I was thinking ten, like eight years. <laughs> so like eighty four, eighty three. Like that. I wonder what was in the water besides all the coke that went through people's noses in the eighties, because apparently that was a thing. Three Mile Island, or was that Three in the 70s? <laughs> I think that was a couple years before, but you know what? The fallout may last that Love long. Island was in there too, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, there is, I don't know, there's some... Mike Ruzioni jeans around. Oh yeah, Shea Weber was also in that draft. Jesus. Yeah, I, I know. I could keep going. But yeah, that was one of the best drafts in recent memory. So, but yeah, Connor Bedard. Right, right, right. Ryan Whitney. Right. That's not Ryan, it's Ryan. Ryan. Uh, but anyway, Connor Bedard, how do how, how many points do you think he's going to put up this year? I know. I it's, think he gets a hundred. You think he gets a hundred points? I, I do. I think he gets sixty. I think he goes thirty and thirty. I think. I, I think he gets sixty. He can get like I know it's a basketball thing, but he can get his own shot, and just with that, he'll. I think he'll get forty to fifty goals. But how's that going to translate against NHL caliber defensemen? It does. I, he's already doing it, and he gives well, a he gives a different shot variation because he has this fucking. 
he like saucers the puck on the ground, which like, mm-hmm. oh, I know, like it's like not a lot. Of, you don't see that a lot. Any like he has a very weird, I guess, delivery shot, delivery or release. release. Well, he changes angles of it. That's all the, time. the yeah. It's it, it could be six inches out or six inches closer to the body. Like it, it, he 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 is so dynamic with that. It's one of the best I've seen in quite a while. And that's, I mean, it's been a, it's, you know, changing your shot point has been a thing for a while. But with that, I mean, that is for sure an evolution that players are being able to toe drag and just shoot all in one motion and shoot from their feet. Um, and he's, yeah, by far the best at it. I mean, back when, back when they were telling kids, don't shoot Mango. on your same foot. Don't shoot off your same foot. Yeah, and like, now it's like, yeah, you want to shoot off that. No, so that, generate... that was all bullshit because I saw Jeremy Roenick fucking win the target competition. You, and remember when they were telling and, us not to do that? Yeah, that. and I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And then I was like, yeah, like, that's fucking horseshit. If you can shoot the puck, you can shoot the puck, you know? Right. Like, <laughs> this Jeremy Roenick might be on to something. Yeah, he, he was... Whatever o- Old Top would say. He was okay. A backhand's the hardest shot for a goalkeeper to stop. I don't know how the hell they can see this shit, but I can't. They don't know where the shot's coming from. Bring right? back the glowing puck. Yeah, Fox Sports Midwest. <laughs> I like to watch Tony Twist. Mr. Bernie Federko was a hell of a player who never got talked about because Wayne Gretzky was in the, was in the league. Also, Dale Howardchuck is another man. <laughs> and Skippy Horowitz also went down to the arena and also got me tickets. He was he was going to be playing shortstop with Bob Gibson <laughs> when Bob Gibson played, get this, 35 games and he had 25 wins. Can you god dang believe that? His ERA for the season was 1.63. And Skippy Horowitz bought him a turkey sub on the way home after their 162nd game <laughs> of the season. And it was a hot October evening. <laughs> Man, I miss Amagettis. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go get some uh, cannolis off of uh, oh, off the hill. Please, man. I'm dying for it. You can't can't call the hill. Nope. But uh, the hill. It's the hill. Um, Shawe, yes. we signed up for hockey this week. Yes, I'm ready for that to go down. Um, about time. We, we played about a month because our ice machine at the ice rink has been down. So How gonna... how did this shit fucking happen, so though? They, they, they got the part finally in for the initial issue, and they found more issues down the line once that was fixed. So it was just like finally like finding one thing after another once something else is fixed. So I have a couple questions. Kraft, I don't know if you're listening or if you have any uh, people listening. Kraft, we need you to make another visit down to Wichita. Just give us the damn money. Just yeah, just give us the damn money for Hockeyville. We won't even take the title of Hockeyville. No. We'll be Hockey Place or like <laughs> Hockey Stop. We won't be Hockeyville. Just let us play hockey because we're losing. We're paying the same amount. Yeah. Sean O'Reilly, we're paying the same amount as we did last year, but we got 15 games. And you know what? Maybe. Yeah. Actually, that's a false. You overpaid on accident. They told Ken, me. Ken is giving you a refund. Don't worry. Well, cool. Um, <laughs> I just want to make sure you knew that. No, no one said that. Okay, Ken, Ken will reach out to you. Management will reach out to you. Ken, I, you know, I sit here, and I think I've been the first one to pay 
every year. It only shows up for five games. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I made it to a lot of games last year, and Seven. I had a I had a goal fucking bonanza to fucking finish it out. Goal bonanza, or as or as other players call it, a goal. I had three goals, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Three goals in the in our fucking Riverfest tournament. That's so funny. Um, I I'm excited to get back in the in the locker room and. Yeah, um, I just hope we can get the ice rink up to back to it should be because it's been neglected for a while, and it's not necessarily on new management. But you know, you let something go for quite a bit and not fix it properly, it's just going to cause more issues. Maybe, so. maybe this will be my one because I noticed I'm getting too political on this thing. No way. Yeah, true story. <laughs> um, this will be my one. It'll be local politics. Okay. Wichita needs to quit giving the Stevens family money. Give fuck. me money. Yeah, like fuck Spangled, man. I like Spangles. It's good. It's good. It's, but a it's, sep- it's a different part of the family, so it's not the same. Uh, you kept saying you didn't want to get too political, and then you just... <laughs> <a very laughs> thing just now. Like, the food's terrific. Don't get me wrong. It's on like every freaking street, and you're like... Spangles, it does taste better. Do you want a tasty fucking smoshmide? <laughs> Welcome down to the smoshmide. Now, gonna... now the old lady selling those uh those t- to go cocktails. I love them, and they're actually friends of my aunt. Okay, like, they're cool. Them. They're cool because they're get. You can't do that. You you have to edit that out. You have to edit out yourself talking shit about Spangles because. If this is like no, this is on wanna, brand. If you want to, you know, I don't know. Just saying, I don't know that you want to keep that in there. But live your life. They won't know. It's none of my business. Live your life. They, they, they won't. We haven't talked about Dale Faber. <laughs> I don't want. I don't know if we want to talk about that. No, we don't. Okay. Um, he only has one thumb up. Anyway, okay, I will edit that out. I will edit that out. One forty. I will edit that out. <laughs> I, I will edit the dismembered finger joke out of the podcast. Um. Okay. Cool. Uh, Shaway. Yeah. Yeah. Thumbs up over here. <laughs> just one though. Yeah. It was just Rogers. No Ebert. <laughs> i'll tracheotomy over here all right well uh, (laughs) shawi do you have any uh final thoughts um just ready for the nhl season to finally get going so we have more to talk about throughout the week instead of just waiting for football every weekend and baseball is finally starting to wrap up some of the postseason's been fun to watch the others is eh, whatever i didn't know and as as a Cardinal fan, this year sucks, so I'm just ready to watch next year. But um, other than that, no, just ready for hockey season to get going, not only for the NHL and our you know beer league team, but also the local Wichita Thunder as well to get that season going. It'll be my seventh year being uh, the sound director, playing music for y'all. So you and know, he you does, know who to bitch to. He does wonders. He plays a he plays a good saxophone uh, and Slipknot and some Slipknot. Yeah, I have a wide variety of stuff and people. A lot of stuff people. It's kind of like Patrick Swayze meets H.P. Lovecraft. It's, uh, it's, it's like a H&R nice... Puffin stuff. H&R Just Puffin Just everywhere. <laughs> Just everywhere. <laughs> if you don't get that reference, Google. H&R Puffin stuff. Yep. Um, I, I, I 
I I really don't. That was my one year anniversary at my place of employment. Yay! Um, that was cool. That's awesome. Um, you know, I uh, I've been a great cupcake uh, assistant to you for the last year, and I am indebted to your uh, to let me do that. So yes, thank you. Good job. So, but nope. Congratulations on your one year anniversary. Uh, so, well, you ready to wrap this thing up, Javier or baby Javier? Do you have? I don't know if you are a part of this one or not. Like, this is a little awkward. Do you have? Do you want to give final thoughts, baby? No, it's okay. And that was your final thought. All right. Well, um, uh, ask casters. I will just so we have more. You guys have more information about who should I give them more information? Yeah, yeah where we're at, like where where, where to find us uh, to let people know about. Well, us. you can, okay. <laughs> uh, guys, find us. You can get on the twitters. Yes. And we are uh, at Asscasters. Um, it's not a porn site. Um, yeah, it's not x.com. Um, but find us on X or Twitter. Yeah, um, on the Twitters. Um, find us on... We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Music. Mm-hmm. We're on Google. We're on all the shits. Yes, we are. Except it, for... What was the Overwatch? Uh, no, we're on Overwatch. I think we should be on Overwatch again. What are you... Oh, okay. I that's don't know. I, that's what I listen to. I don't use the Apple Podcast app. It's kind of janky. So Yeah, uh, it is. But you find us where most podcasts are found. And hit the subscribe button. But yes. that's all we have for you. Shout out to Bluffs, San Jose. Yeah. And um, Livonia. I don't know where that's at, where but we, f- had a, we had a listener from Livonia, United States. That's not real. That might be a fake IP address of some sort. Ah, fuck, I don't or, know, man. Or it's the FBI. <laughs> Who well, knows? hey, they haven't said anything yet. Yet, but I, I mean, I'm pretty sure that they're they're listening, and we have a lot of, you know, secrets that we like to talk about. I don't know about you, but anyway, thank I'll, you for the listeners. I'll keep the gloves in the uh, in the in the dash. <laughs> please, uh, please, please, okay. Uh, <laughs> Ashcasters, bye. Later.